Welcome to another episode of the Pro Voice Guy podcast. I'm your host, Will Rice. Are you looking to start a podcast or maybe take yours to the next level? Well, I started this podcast to help you. And what I've learned from running my own podcast, I pass along to help you in your journey. So today, I'm going to start talking about the features you might need in your hosting platform. And specifically today, we're going to examine the question, how much space are you going to need? Pro Voice Guy Podcast. The podcast about podcasts. Plus a few extras about audio, social media, marketing tech, and other stuff. When I started researching where to host my podcast, I was honestly overwhelmed by the number of platforms available. It was challenging to figure out where to start. Uh, The problem was that it wasn't just about finding the best price. There are so many factors that go into choosing the best site to host your podcast that, honestly, it's overwhelming. So in this series of podcasts, I'm going to look at some of the features you should look at when deciding where to host your own podcast. Let's talk upload, storage, and bandwidth limits. (laughs) I know, fun stuff. That's the stuff you thought you were going to be talking about when you decided you wanted to start a podcast. Yeah. But this is actually uh, an excellent place to start, because no matter what other features your podcast host has to offer, you're going to need to be sure they're going to be able to provide you with enough space and bandwidth. And don't worry, we're going to define what that means. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself scrambling, probably when your podcast really just begins to take off. All right, there are three types of limits that podcast hosting sites place on podcast authors. Monthly upload limits total storage limits, and bandwidth limits. Let's start with podcasting host monthly upload limits. So these host sites that you might choose usually place a limit on how much you can upload each month or in some cases each day. Now this is sometimes listed in minutes, but uh, often it's listed in megabytes. And you'll see on their website a capital M and a capital B, that's megabyte. And that can be a little bit confusing. Because many new podcasters may have some idea how long in minutes they might want their show to be, or maybe not, but they haven't thought about that in terms of megabytes. Unfortunately, there's no simple formula since megabyte per minute depends on the bit rate of your podcast. Now, it's entirely possible I lost you right there and you're thinking of switching to another podcast, but don't worry, megabyte per minute depending on the bit rate of your podcast isn't quite as complicated as it sounds. So... What the heck is a bitrate? When you get your podcast ready for upload, you're going to be encoding it as an MP3. Uh, If you need some clarity about what I'm talking about there, I talked about that in an earlier podcast, or you can just go to my website, provoiceguy.net, and check out my post on podcasting software. We'll talk about that. So when you encode your podcast to MP3, when you save it as an MP3 file, you get to choose at what bitrate you wish to encode it. If you've done this before, you may have not even noticed because most software gives you a default bit rate. For simplicity, though, let's just think about this as a decision of quality versus size. The higher the bit rate, the higher the quality, and the larger the size of the file. So on the other hand, the lower the bit rate, the lower the quality, and the lower the size of the file. If you really want to dig into the complexities of choosing the correct bit rate, you should check out the article I linked to in the show notes or uh, on my blog at provoiceguy.net. All right. If you just want the easy answer, and some people do, here it is. 96 kilobits per second. 
All right. Whenever I give an easy answer, someone will complain and say, well, that's not right. Well, it's not right for everybody, but that's the easy answer. 96 kilobits per second. That is a safe choice for most podcasts. 64 kilobits per second will work quite well if you want to save space. You can actually even go lower than that and be okay in most cases. Also, on the other end, 128 kilobits per second is still a decent choice uh, if for any reason you're anxious about sound quality, if you're including music or anything like that. Okay, so now here is about how much storage space 30 minutes of a podcast will use at those bit rates that I mentioned. If you're driving or uh, running or performing surgery or something like that, uh, don't worry about taking notes. Uh, Focus on what you're doing. This is all available in the show notes or uh, at my website at provoiceguy.net. All right, but here we go. 30 minutes of a podcast at 64 kilobits per second will be about 15 megabytes. Uh, 30 minutes of a podcast at 96 kilobits per second will be about 23 megabytes. And 30 minutes of a podcast at about 128 kilobits per second will be about 30 megabytes. All right, so now you know that, but what does it mean? Okay, let's say you want to host your podcast on Lisbon. That's one of the popular podcast host providers. And you choose their classic 50 plan. It offers 50 megabytes a month of storage. If your podcast is going to be about 30 minutes and you encode it at 96 kilobits per second, you could upload about, about two podcasts per month. Now, at the beginning of the next month, you would have room to upload about two more podcasts a month. Of course, if you are terrible at math, which I am, you could uh, just choose a podcast host that figures its limits in minutes or has unlimited uploading if you just don't think you're going to be able to do that. But there you go. Now, here's the second item. Podcast host total storage limits. Now, while some podcast hosts think in terms of monthly uploads that we just talked about, Others think in terms of total storage, and some think in both. Now, they might not care how much you upload each month. They just care about how much you have stored on their service total. Again, this might be measured in minutes or in megabytes. And don't worry, if it's in megabytes, I've taught you how to calculate that. Now, for some of these services, those limits do not reset. If you're looking at a host with total storage limits, you're going to need to consider how long you want your podcasts to be available because you're going to reach a point at which you run out of space and that will not reset. As I mentioned in my last episode, if your episodes are really time sensitive, meaning that they're not much good for anybody in a couple of weeks, then you might not care if they go away. It might not be a problem. Now, let's look at the example of another popular podcast host, SoundCloud. SoundCloud does not limit how much you upload each month. For their free plan, they offer three hours of upload time, period. Their pro plan provides six hours, period. There's no additional storage added at the beginning of the month. There's no monthly limit. That means on their pro plan, you could upload six hours worth of podcasts in your very first month. The downside is when you're ready to upload more, you'll either need to go back and delete your old podcasts or upgrade to their unlimited plan. Okay, another one. Podcasting host bandwidth limits. So now that we've learned about how much we can upload and store on each service, it's time to switch to the other side of the equation. How much 
people can listen to our podcast. This can be the most difficult to understand because we actually have little control of this, though most of us would like more people to listen to our podcasts more often. We don't have control of that. Bandwidth accounts for the amount of data downloaded as people listen to our podcast. You are using my bandwidth right now. And that's okay because I have unlimited bandwidth. But, but if you don't, the formula for figuring this out goes something like this. The number of people listening times the minutes they are listening times the megabytes per minute. All right. Again, if you're in the middle of surgery or something, don't stop to write that down. It's available in the show notes or on the website. But I'm going to say it again. The number of people listening times the the minutes they spend listening times the megabytes per minute. And that goes back to how you encoded your podcast, right? The 96 kilobits per second, that sort of stuff. In other words, here we go. If 10 people listen to my 30-minute podcast episode this month, which I have encoded at 96 kilobits per second for a total of 23 megabytes, I would use 230 megabytes of bandwidth. That Now, that wouldn't count for people listening to more than one podcast episode or listening to the same episode multiple times, which you're probably going to do to try to make sense of all this stuff. If you're looking at a podcasting host with limited bandwidth, you'll see that it would be easy to quickly exceed the limits on some of the smaller plans, especially as your audience grows. Now, even if you don't anticipate many listeners or your podcasts are initially going to be very short, you're going to want to consider what will happen if your audience grows or your shows grow in length or frequency. You don't want to have to quickly change to a new host or pay for an upgrade you can't afford, so make sure you understand what it will take to upgrade. Again, if you're terrible at math, you can always consider a host with unlimited bandwidth like I do. Seriously, I am on a host with unlimited everything, and the price they are charging me may simply be a tax on my inability to do math. I realize this is all a lot to think about, but don't worry. In a future post, I will compare some of the more popular podcasting posting platforms. Wow, that's a tug twister. I will compare some of the most popular podcasting posting platforms using the terminology that I've already laid out here, okay? The good news is this. If you pick the right host, you are not going to need to think about this very often. You can find a host and a plan that has plenty of storage and bandwidth, or at least one that has uh, reasonable upgrade plans should you need them, and then you can get to worrying about your actual podcast, okay? Well, thanks for listening today. I hope, I hope, I hope that helped. The Pro Voice Guy podcast is produced by me, Will Rice, in my studio here in San Antonio, Texas. The show is produced on a Mac using Adobe Audition software. You can read more about the things I discussed on today's episode on my website at provoiceguy.net. Also, if you're in the market for a podcast intro or outro or a voiceover for your YouTube channel, commercial, corporate video, or just about just about anything else, check out the website or find me on Upwork, Fiverr, or Freelancer.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or listen right on the website at provoiceguy.net. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at provoiceguy. Talk to you soon.